to Be Awesome, a podcast about video and mindset to help you get both behind and in front of the camera, to capture the moments, to share with the world with confidence and ease. Brought to you by Penny Murden at pixicatoplay.com, video and mindset coaching. Let's play. Let's get into planning your video. In the previous episode, I talked about getting educated, familiar with your gear, practicing, beginning to play and thinking about your why. This episode, I'm going further into planning your video prior to pressing record. Why plan your video? Making a plan ensures you film exactly what you want. It makes it quicker and easier while you're shooting and so much quicker and easier when you edit. And you guessed it, it means you can have more fun creating your content. This is essentially an easy to understand explanation of the pre-production phase. For each of the topics, I'll go deeper in future episodes, but this will be a great place for you to get started straight away. Let's dive in. Let's start with what's the focus for your video. Now that you've thought about why you're making videos, it's time to think about the focus or reason for the specific video you're wanting to create. Keep it simple. Stick to one topic per video. Why? Well, there's a number of reasons why you want to focus on one topic at a time. But most importantly, it's confusing to the viewer if you have too many things going on. And it allows you to really share and communicate why that topic is so good. We're talking about making short, easy to digest videos here. Not films with full story arcs and multiple themes interweaving. Let's leave that to the experts. It's amazing what you can communicate in short videos, just long enough to keep the viewer interested without drawing it out. Choose a single point of focus. Sure, there might be other incidental things in the video, but focus on just one topic, allowing yourself to communicate it really well for your viewer to connect with. Here's some examples. Working with recycled mats, they told me a story about how many of their customers don't realize how light and compact their mats are. So they wanted to make a video about exactly that, how light and portable their mats are and how easy they are to unpack and pack away. So that became the single point of focus that guided the entire process. There was so much more incidental content in the video, but the focus was clear. Eat Inspire Love wanted to communicate do's and don'ts of online dating, And that was the single point of focus for her video. Working together, we stripped away additional content that was creating confusion. And the message came out in a clear, succinct, easy to digest, warm and friendly way. Once you have your point of focus, you create a story around it. Storytelling allows the viewer to see themselves in your video. The purpose of creating a story is to allow the viewer to imagine themselves experiencing your point of focus to relate to your message. So how do you do this? Let's go back to recycled mats as an example. We created a story that allowed the viewer to imagine themselves using their mats. We worked out how the mats would be used and created a scenario and story around it. In this case, they decided on a picnic. The story was super simple. Two ladies meet up for a picnic by the water. They set up their picnic, enjoy their catch-up and pack up, all with a focus on how light the mat is and how easy it is to unpack and pack up. Your story doesn't need to be complicated. You're not making a blockbuster film. You're communicating your point of focus in a way that connects with your viewer. 
Then you go deeper with your story so that you can then create your visual and verbal script. This is about all of the things that happen within your story. In this case, a small car pulls up at the picnic site. It was decided on a small car to show that it didn't take up a huge amount of space. The driver steps out of the car and opens the boot. Inside is everything they need for the picnic, including the mat and of course a number of other products relevant to the picnic. Those products weren't the focus but were of course included so they were incidental. The ladies collect what they need out of the car and easily carry everything down to their picnic spot by the water. They set up, have a great chat, something to eat, go exploring, then pack up their picnic, repack the car and say goodbye. A story and scenario that their customers can imagine themselves doing while also being aspirational, something they'd like to do, and of course, with the focus on the map. And all of this in a 30 second video. Once you have your story, you can write your script. Writing your script is how you get your message across in a succinct, digestible way that tells your story and grabs your audience's interest quickly. With video, you can tell your story visually, with spoken word, sounds, music, overlaying graphics or text, and any combination of the five elements. A script doesn't necessarily mean words. It could also be a visual storyboard or shot list. The other reason to prepare a script is to allow you to film out of order. You can film all of the scenes and shots in each location in one go, rather than needing to go back and forth. Say you find a really beautiful rainforest location in the hinterland for your opening and closing scenes. And another part of your video is at an indoor location. Or perhaps you are creating a training video with some scenes in a warehouse, some in an office and some in a meeting room. Once you have your script, you can group the scenes together for filming and place them in the correct order when you edit. Let's think about how you want to tell your story. We'll start with the visual script. First stop, have a think about how you want to visually tell your story. Think about all of the things you want and need to capture to help your viewer feel connected to your story. This is where you create your visual script or shot list. So what do I mean by this? A shot list is all the vision you require to tell your story. So let's keep going with the picnic scenario and think about what sort of shots could tell the story. They went through the whole story considering all of the shots they needed to capture to give them everything they needed to create a video that their viewers could connect with. So that when we went out to start filming, they got everything they needed. The list was pretty extensive, but to give you some ideas, there were scenes and shots such as vision of the ladies picking up their bags, the mat and all of the picnic items out of the car to show how light they were, how portable they were. For the picnic, they decided on a fly on the wall view of the ladies as if the viewer is there getting a sneak peek, like a little voyeur of what it's like using the mat and the other items that happen to be in the shot. The other great thing about this process is you start to think about the storytelling and it sets you up to see things from the viewer's perspective once you have the camera rolling. It gives you the scope to play and deviate from the plan when you see other shots and ideas because you're in that mindset. A verbal script sets you up for ensuring you get your message across in a clear, concise way, connecting with your audience. Firstly, write in a way that sounds like you, the way you speak in real life. 
Writing a video script as you would write marketing or sales material or a business report doesn't honor the intimate nature of video. Secondly, write your script speaking to your viewer, not at them. Think about how you would speak to one person over a cup of coffee or giving them a tour or a coaching session. How would you speak when you're excited to share something or sharing something serious? Remember you're speaking to one person. Be real, be legit. Thirdly, keep it succinct and considered. You can bring whatever emotion you feel is appropriate, but honor your time and theirs. Have a think. If you have a paragraph of script, is there a way you can make it more interesting for you to share the information and make it more interesting to your viewer? Will your viewers connect with a monologue or is there a more fun way to deliver the message? And if your video is about something serious or heavy, remember, kiss, kick, kiss. Make the viewer feel really good about consuming your content. Preparing these podcast episodes, I make a conscious effort to remember how I communicate verbally, although I do tone down the swearing a little. I note down all that I want to say and then edit it, reorder it in a way that both feels good for me and has you, my listener, in mind. I tend to write all the juicy goodness and go back and add some lightness. I want you to enjoy learning with me and I know I get excited sharing all the good stuff and sometimes forget my lightness. In real life, I'm seriously goofy when I teach. I'm serious about the content and goofy with how I share it. I love to make people giggle so their learning experience has positive associations. It's more of a challenge for me to remember that as I learn to talk into a microphone looking at cool squiggly lines forming on the screen as I record. I know that as I become more confident and comfortable and find my flow, I'll be less reliant on writing a script, but for now, it allows me to create and record without finding it overwhelming, and the same goes for videos. The last part of planning is working out what you want it to look like, where you want to film, and making a plan. This is the fun part, where you work out all your locations to create your story and script. And the thing is, they don't need to all be in the same place. You can make it as simple or complex as you choose. Think about what you want your video to look like and where you can go to create and capture it. Filming the picnic scene, they filmed all the car scenes in one location first, then headed down to the picnic location before moving on to where they captured the moments of exploring the creek. All of this sets you up for your greatest chance of creating an awesome video with the least amount of stress. Again, my biggest outtake from planning, be prepared to let your plan go. If you get to a location and it isn't working for you, you'll know what story you're wanting to tell and you'll be able to adapt. When you're prepared, you can find a solution with less stress, more creativity and more fun. Plan so that you can let your plan go. Easier said than done, I know, when you're starting out, but it truly works. If you plan well and have all the ingredients ready to go, no matter what comes at you, you'll be able to create something. You'll be able to handle the unexpected, roll with the punches and go on tangents you hadn't even thought of yet. And oftentimes, that's where the goodness is. You start with the planning process to become comfortable with what you need to do. Then the more you practice, the easier it becomes and then the more you will find your flow and be able to do the video dance. 
I'm not referring to the dancing reels and TikToks and those kinds of things, but I do love the visual of being light on your feet, maneuvering around the dance floor and creative expression of your ideas and vision. What's next? Get started. Start creating videos. Sure, there's a bunch more you can learn and your videos may not be where you want them to be yet. Simply start videoing. Confidence is not a requirement. It is a byproduct of doing the thing and that's what I'll talk about in the next episode. So have a play with creating some stories, writing some scripts and creating some videos. If you would like to ask me any questions or find out more about video coaching, you can send me a message via my social media at Pixicato on Instagram or my website pixicatoplay.com. Until next time, dare to be awesome. This was Dare to be Awesome with Penny Murden. Until next time, go play! Go play!